I feel confined. Wait, 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 wait. This isn't my show. Where are we? Wait, I know where we are. We're in... Sci-fi melody. Wait a second. Did I just get intro So, Wage, how are we going to kick off Anime April again? Stop! 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 it! What? I'm just doing the theme song from the movie, the the 95 Ghost in the Shell anime. That's what that was? Okay, so it... It still needs a little bit of work. I mean, it is hard to sing. It is, after all, in ancient Japanese. I- I'm positive the words were not the problem. There were words in that? Yeah, I rehearsed them and everything. I mean, maybe my pronunciation is a little long, wrong, but, you know, practiced. You practiced for that? Maybe, just maybe, you should stick to your other songs. Speaking of, when are you going to start doing that again? Between the month intro and this, you are operating way out of your element. Jeez, guys, sorry for trying something new and branching out. You, you know what, before my ego gets too battered and bruised, let's just start the review. My ears are bleeding. Sci-Fi Malady, Symptom 285, Ghost in the Shell. My consciousness is trapped! Oh god, yo, this couldn't be hotter. Welcome back, sickies, to another month of anime April fun. Again. Yeah. That's just, that's just the best title for a sequel. They should just do really that with is. sequels from now on. Just, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Judge Dredd. Again. And then the third one, third installment could be Judge Dredd. Still. Yeah. Uh, could do, um, I think Fast and the Furious Monster has May. run out of them then, because I don't know how many Fast and the Furious again, again, still again. Well, you just <laughs> have to come up with some synonyms, you know, again or still or we still going, going oh, Mark, strong. I got it. No, m- Mark, I got it. Monster May multiplied. <laughs> hey, don't give him ideas. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> Oh. All right, there it is. There it is, sickies. You already know the inch, the month, next month anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Sweet. We can even call it. Oh my gosh! I already know the song to use. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Ruck, you devilishly clever guy. I regret everything. (laughs) I regret nothing. Anyway, we're back at Anime April. We had such good fun with it last year. We thought, let's do it again. So here we are, and uh, we're going to kick it off. Scott couldn't make this one, and as much as I, that sucks, to a certain degree, I'm glad, and here's why. Because the main kind of question we would discuss in this we discussed about three times the last month so let's just not retread old ground shall we uh instead but as a special treat we got rock this month all this month 
Wait, I'm here all this month? All this month, yeah. Oh man, you guys don't have enough money to rent you me out that long, I don't think. Promised. <laughs> you promised. You promised. I did. I did. <laughs> uh, are we paying? To do, uh, yeah, didn't the wallet tell you? No. Ah, we uh, are paying. Um <laughs> There, uh, there's a good reason why I love to come back for Anime April, and that is because I waste way too much time watching anime. Waste? So, I'm very excited. It's not wasted. It's not wasted. Yeah, never exactly. Wasted. <laughs> uh, it was never wasted. I should rephrase that. Some animes are a waste of time, but this one isn't. <laughs> High School DxD. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Which I one? Had to say it. Did you guys hear something? High School DxD. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that one's that one in Food Wars are essentially just uh, I'll bleep this out, but they're essentially just <laughs> they're head they're prom. yeah it, it's so we're starting it off with a kind of a classic 1995 Ghost in the Shell, and yes, I'm aware there was a 2017 film with Scarlett Johansson, which I will touch on briefly, but we're gonna stick primarily to the anime and. This film... Thankfully, you were sticking to the anime. Yeah. Well, I mean, I gotta mention the film at least in part. But let's... With the film itself... Uh, excuse me, the anime... It's set in 2029 Japan... And gets a very... Um, Blade Runner type vibe, if you will. And mm -hmm. it follows a cyborg public security agent, Motoko Kusanagi... And she is pretty much, the only thing organic about her is her brain. And she's got it encased inside of a shell that allows her to uh, access the internet, for lack of a better term. And they call that a ghost sometimes. It's not ghosting as we know it. It, was, it means you can connect online. You can jack in, as they say in the English translation, Fortunately, they don't tell you what the reverse process is. Fifteen years experience and jack it off! And I was... Uh, see, and I, I paused I, there for I, a minute because all I could think of was... Scott, Scott isn't here and you, here still, and you went, still went... You just tried to I, set up the low-hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> he's, made he's made terrible of us all. So anyway, it starts with... Um, Asia Motoko, she does that very classic scene jumping off a roof and going uh, invisible in Newport City in Japan, and she's part of Public Security Section 9, and she interrupts a meeting with foreign minister, with a foreign minister who's trying to give political asylum to a programmer named Daita. Or rather, Daita is trying to defect to another country named Gavel, and she, this foreign minister, is trying to get him out of the country. So she essentially kills the translator and stops Daita from defecting. Uh, long story short, it turns out this guy was looking for political asylum because he was working on a program to create what effectively became what's called Puppet Master. He was an American agent that was used by Section 6, was it? I'm already getting... I, got section six and nine confused throughout this whole story but section 69 and there we go he's <laughs> the role of scott but hey I, hey I had to i think it just comes with saying sci-fi malady at the beginning saying like the episode title i think that's it, just what you know it comes it's got with. a shining effect okay 
So yeah. <laughs> one of the so basically one of these agencies was working security agencies. I think it was Section Nine was trying to create a program that could do all sorts of espionage online. And we come to find out that Puppet Master was such a program that after scouring all this information became self-aware. It pulled a Skynet and uploaded itself in, to get away from Section 9's, uh, I guess you would say, box that it was in. It uploaded itself to a cyborg that had no programming and walked itself onto a city street. And when Section 6 tried to, or caught it and hooked it up, he said, well, I'm a sentient being and I'm asking for political asylum. And instead, Section 9 showed up, took him back, and Matoko and her partner went after him and wound up, uh, she wound up fighting this kind of four-legged spider tank and she uh, wound up uplinking with the puppet master to create a whole new being and because this operate this machine much like demon seed uh, the AI from demon seed realized what makes something living is mortality and procreation and he wanted to create a new being so Matoko and puppet master merged together to create a new being and the story, the film ends with her kind of walking out in a new body, wondering what's next. I'm no longer Matoko. I'm no longer the puppet master. I am this new thing. So if you were to compare that with the 2017 film, a bit different. We'll come back to that, though. Let's just do the fun facts before we get into the comparison. Uh, one of the fun facts about this film is that it came out in 1995, and Rock, you weren't alive, but Thomas and I can remember this. Getting anime I wasn't. in 95 took a while, and your selection was limited. Uh, I can remember in 99 when someone downloaded, and it took them like a day to do this. You had to s click download on the the phone line internet and walk away and go to class for a day and he, he managed to successfully download like two or three minutes of the goku vegeta fight from season <laughs> from like the boo saga of dragon ball z and it wasn't it wasn't dubbed it was in japanese there wasn't even subtitles well i'm going i wasn't watching anime back quite back then but yes i know when i started watching mostly to get anything recent was basically for one person who would would mm -hmm. who would have it on hard drives or on you know some way of moving it and it would get all the stuff mostly online but yeah or order it sometimes from japan to get here before it made it to the States. And it took forever. Oh, yeah. And the dubbing was awful. It's not like it is not like it is today. No. Well. I, I remember I got one, I got Gundam X, and it was, it was pirated. And the dubbing was so bad, I couldn't keep watching it. Like, some kids stole a Gundam, 
and he was robbing at a gunpoint and he was like ah thief thou become thief i am thief king because i thief the thief thief <laughs> it's like wow thief. this is awful i i i'm done i couldn't even get through five minutes so that was the, the point of saying all that is that basically if something came out in japan if you wanted the good quality dub or titles or whatever, you had to wait a while. Yeah. Yeah, that was during the uh, Japanimation era where literally it was either wait three years for it to come over or it was, like you said, pirate it or... or watch it somewhere like if you saw an anime movie in oh, theaters yeah. you were dreaming brings us basically. to the fun fact this actually came out in theaters in uk and us the same time it came out in japan yeah because the idea was this was going to be, yeah. be the the thing that kick-started uh anime's popularity it kind of did it, it kind of did. It took. It was a slow burn, but it was the first stone in the water, kind of. Because I remember too. Well, it, in the late '80s, I wouldn't say it totally flop, flopped either at the beginning. No, it, 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 it got name it got, recognition at least big time. Yes. Everyone, you say Ghost in the Shell. Oh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I know. Even if people didn't watch it, they knew about it. Everyone heard of it, even if they didn't see it. And, but I'm thinking, because in the late, early 90s or late 80s, I remember, what was it, 2020, I think, did a whole expose on Japanese animation and, and comics, manga, but they didn't call it that in the show. And the complaint was, look how violent this stuff is, look how bad it is, and, and that's part of the reason it didn't take off here, because they showed, like people getting shot up they showed you know just the most they didn't show fruit basket basically and because of that uh a lot of people were turned off or parents were like i'm not buying that for my kid this was an attempt to break through that and it had some effect um a few of the things that happen in here the if you ever notice motoko never blinks that was meant deliberately by the director who wanted to portray her as a doll which he did later in the at the end of the movie there's a fascination in japan with wearing dolls clothes by some young ladies don't That's get it uh, i mean when i don't a, I don't ask a lot of questions about japan yeah just i mean just when i was in Takeshita's when I went into Keisha Street, there. I guess once you get when when on Keisha, two sons dropped on you, street, I saw things happen things and happen things change. And <laughs> but I mean, yeah. unless something's changed dramatically, yeah. when I was in Japan in 08, uh, I saw it. I saw the stores, I saw the girls dressed in, and I just thought, this is so weird. I'm. Uh, do you see the girls who like. Just, Make you see the really girls tan. who like make themselves like, they, like, really basically tan. Color their face essentially. Like, they like I basically did not. color their face essentially. Those, those ones are a little weird. I did uh, not see those that. Those I, ones are a little so, weird. I think there's a lot of weird. That's the problem. Weird. There's, there's the so problem. much of. There's so much of. Just. just mm, how do you put it? How do you put it? 
It's a different cultural. cultural. It is. Yeah. So, Thomas, you might get this ref, this fun fact. I'm putting it out there because I'm assuming someone, someone of the sickies will get it. In the scene where Section Six retrieves Project Two Five Hundred One, Project Two Five Hundred One refers to Puppet Master. Uh, the programming language on Doctor Willis's terminal screen is actual C code. I think it was C plus, but. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say, you know, it, it could have been C+, but so they actually did their homework on that regard. Um, one of the things you might have noticed that I certainly did was the director, Mamoru Oshii, was so obsessed with realistic movement and depictions in every frame that he went and actually took a gun and shot in Guam. He went to Guam and shot things to see how material reacted. So the scene where you see concrete flying and rebar bending, I noticed that and I thought, huh, I mean, I don't know if it's totally accurate, but it looks pretty good. It's definitely closer than a lot of other depictions. depictions. Yeah. Even in Hollywood. Hollywood. Right. So, and it's because he went and he, I don't know if he had the Department of the Navy do it or what he did, but he went to Guam. Well, well I, have I have suspicions because Guam because happens to be Guam like half be like a U.S. Half military, half military, US military, base. military base. Right. And I'm willing to bet the JDF was not willing to do that for him. Yeah, well, for yeah, one, well, they for one, normally don't have as much ammo to spare, ammo but yeah, the Marine Corps yeah, the Marine that Corps has a huge base there probably had no problem going, going, yeah, we have to shoot ammo off for training anyway, so come on. Yeah, let's, you want me, you want us to shoot that concrete pillar and see what the concrete and the rebar does? Yeah, sure. We're going to do that anyway. What's even, what's even cooler about like, how it looks in the film is ninety percent of this movie is cell animation. Like it's all the old school way. Yeah, the hand drawn, like made. Yeah, it's all made old school. So like, I think a little bit of of stuff is CG, but that's not any of like the the effects uh that we're talking about so that's really really cool to me i love the fact that somebody hand drew all of this and it probably took them 20 hours to get it and they definitely got it correct that is one thing the hand-drawn animation is a different look and it has the effect that you can really get what you want problem being time Ham drawing took forever. So, animes yeah. took a long time to come out. Yeah. And now we have... Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we have... Boruto is Naruto Next Generations, and it is the worst... The worst. Let's just put it now. Now should ever be like a lot of things, in some ways. The ability to make a lot of it and easily is now a problem. Quality is going down. Yeah, yeah, that's not too surprising, I think. But um, that you know, just two other quick fun facts. Um, the 
the film I mentioned it in the intro actually this the lyric the song is very iconic and the lyrics are in uh, ancient Japanese uh, I do have an English translation but I'm not gonna say it because it sounds stupid <laughs> it probably sounds great in that language but when you translate it it just is one of those you know that's the problem when they translate I notice this about anime in general whenever they translate a song to English mm-hmm. I think they go more for grammatical accuracy than meaning accuracy. Yeah. Because yes. it'll, yeah. it'll be things like the stone I kick in frustration when I'm sad. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense, but it lacks the punch that I'm sure it does in Japanese. Yeah. What, what I really like is anime that are so ballsy that they will put the English translation in yeah. the intro. Like just yeah. underneath everything, well, <laughs> and they're just well. Like, it, yeah, the we're problem own being this shit. absolutely that, like pretty much all languages, when you translate f- to English, English is a very different language. So you have a uh, languages that have you know yeah. many. I mean, I have a great example. I have a machine at my factory that has error message sometimes come up in. Chinese. Yeah, well, other than me not reading Chinese, having to use a translation app on my phone comes up with some very interesting results. (laughs) Why? Because straight translation to English is not possible. So it's trying to guess what on earth this might mean. And it's kind of the same issue when you go... A straight translation from Japanese to English is not going to make as much sense. No. I mean, even if you make it grammatically correct, it's just, you really have to, some, some sentences you fundamentally have to change to make the impact. You, you know, I don't want to get too much into this, but as a language teacher, I can say, in terms of translation, of course, there's different schools of thought. One of them is, what is the meaning of the sentence more than the words? And if that means you have to trim words or add words, you do it. Oh, change words. Oh, change words. Or change it. You might have to. Because if you say it exactly as it is in the language, it doesn't make sense in the other language. Well, there's a great example in um, some tribes in Africa. If you say, uh, you know, I love you with my heart, they're not going to get that. Love you with all my heart. That's an American and Western even mindset. Your heart is the center of your body. Well, to them, they'd say, I love you with all my throat. Because the throat is considered the center of their body. And that's the important part. So it's like, (laughs) something like that, you would not be able to translate straight from them and get the same meaning. That's right. That's right. So... Yeah, you know the last time we talked this much about language, I'm pretty sure we that's were watching true. Turkish Superman. <laughs> we should, that's Rook's way of saying maybe move on, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we move on to the rips and picks and the question of the day, um, just real quick, going over the uh, the 2017 version. The 2017 version, you find out more, is that 
instead of replace a country like gavel in america with a comp with a corporation the opening scene adds the geisha which is only in the second installment of ghost in the shell so you replace some major players and the biggest key differences i'll say are one matoko's background in the original her background really isn't essential it's okay she's an agent that decided to take on a full cybernetic body fine in the uh in the 2017 version she was a young japanese girl that was kidnapped and turned into a cyborg by this company for their own profit and she's the first of their her kind whereas in ghost in the shell 95 she's elite for sure but she's not the first of her kind she's not unique at all in fact a unique individual is her cohort that only has a minor brain trans implant otherwise he's flesh and blood something like a complete pure human is unheard of it's almost like wow you are pure whereas in ghost in the shell 2017 no she's the special exception um and it's a lot more about her background which you know, they wrote in as, I guess, a way of explaining the whitewash that, oh, why didn't they take a Japanese actor? Why is ScarJo doing it? Oh, because it is a Japanese girl. They just put her brain in that body. And I guess that's why they did it. I don't know. But the, the focus is, you could say, more in the past. Whereas in Ghost in the Shell, it was more on her future and who she became. Well, there's and also a whole bunch of other effects going on because Ghost in the Shell has quite Ghost a bit of international, of international and domestic, and domestic uh, exactly. espionage. And espionage I mean, and a good chunk of it is just espionage, really. Just espionage, really. I mean, the program Udaiku is trying to defect to another country to avoid prosecution. You have Puppet Masters working for a comp for an American company with Section 9, probably illegally, because he's doing corporate and political espionage. Um, you have all that at play, whereas in this movie, 2017 decided, well, let's make it nice and sanitized and just turn it into a big bad corporation. And it kind of skips on the note, and the hacker isn't even, you know, we're going to skip that aspect. And it misses a lot of that and as a result you have to look more the the lead character's background which really isn't relevant to what the original meaning of the movie is the other big difference in meaning is how there's the look the setting setting is often considered a character and 2017 made it just much more futury you know it was more yeah, let's make a I yeah i didn't i didn't like that one like the one of the cool things about ghost in the shell is it felt at least the the 1995 version is it felt like it was the future but it well, felt like it was a very believable future the best way i could just yeah the best way i could describe it is it's a gritty future I mean, you you have a future where it basically begins with a running through a slum, homeless people, and it's like these people are not exactly. living like super wealthy, like what you always think. Oh, the future! Everyone's going to be flying cars and living nice, and no, this, this, yeah, this. 
Yeah. So it's like you still have the gritty, you have the poor, you still have all those issues. You just have nice technology and stuff going on, too. Right. And in fact, they take time to show you things like streets are flooded, uh, yeah. allegedly from. Well, it yeah. is declared to be weather patterns. I doubt that they were back then. They weren't really talking about climate change, but still shifting weather patterns flooded the city and there's garbage in the water. Yeah. And it's it's just uh, yeah. it takes Blade Runner and says, what if we just dirty it up and do things that we think might happen later on and people live garbage lives and have garbage jobs and what if it's really not that great well even whereas yeah, even, yeah 2017 yeah. wanted to say let's make it future yeah. and fun even the slums yeah. didn't seem well like and, that. and also it's like you have this huge intelligence yeah. organization in this universe that is dedicated not to just international not even close it's like, yeah, we're kind of protecting ourselves from international spying and stuff, but mostly from internal threats. Yeah. We have massive issues internally. Yeah. And you, you have, you, have um, you know, this Republic of Gavel, which is allegedly a democracy, but is just a new head honcho, a very kind of Idi Amin kind of president for life dictator. And yeah, it's covering this kind of stuff. And the new one was just, no, nah, let's just gloss over that. And I'm, I'm going to guess that the director and the creator meant well, but they missed the point. They missed the yeah. plot. They missed the script. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's I guess, to, to hark back to an earlier conversa- conversation to use this euphemism, or euphemism is not the right word. To use this uh, comparison, they, there was a translation error somewhere yeah. along the way. Yeah, for, uh, I mean, to the you just see the part version. where, I don't remember if this was in 2017, but Matsuko, she loved diving. Because being that far in the ocean kind of almost mm. like cut her off from the internet and just let her be herself. Yeah. And, and then she yeah. had a chat, you know, with her partner about... What is consciousness? What are we? And then that was Puppet Masters first trying to break in. Those moments were missed in 2017 because we were too busy worrying about her past. Yeah, and 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 it's... I don't want to bash too heavily on it because it still does expound and does have good good parts to it. Good parts to it? Mm Mm-hmm. Like Scarlett Johansson. And the effects were good. The effects. (laughs) The effects. The effects were good. But... But I, I, but I, I think it has the same problem that all live action of, from anime has. Anime has one huge thing that I love. And you are seeing it more in Hollywood, but it's really hard to do right. Anime allows you to tell a story in a different way. It allows you to tell a story with a huge amount of emphasis on visual aspects. Because in animes, you are able to do inhuman movements. And it looks fine. You just suspend your disbelief and you just go, yeah, that person can totally do that leaping, slide-slashing cut there. Or that guy can totally carry a sword that would probably weigh more than three men. I believe that. No problem. I accept that. When you live-action it, you lose a lot of that. 
and you now lose that visual aspect and that visual storytelling that anime does so well. So as soon as you lose that, you've lost what has made that anime that anime, really. Because now you have a story that you're trying to tell without using the key part that was using it to tell before. So that was my opinion on why that movie just didn't get it because it lost the ability that animes have to tell a good story and sometimes bad ones but visual storytelling and that visual aspect and especially when it's hand drawn in my opinion yeah yeah well i think another issue too is whenever you take a story especially a good one and you let someone else take their own have their own take on it um, however that may be, you're going to lose something from the original because it's the same thing that, it, think of it just as a house. You have a room, and any most people would say the room is nicely decorated, but if you bring in an interior designer, it doesn't matter that everyone says, I like the way the room is. The interior designer is going to change something. You like it, you don't like it, the difference is it's not the same room because someone came in and said my way. And it goes back to uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. When Willy, when um, Charlie asked Willy Wonka, why did you choose a child? And he said, because if I'd chosen a grown-up, they would have wanted to do things their own way. Yeah. And that's... Yeah part of the problem whenever you see a remake there's always that part of me anyhow that goes eh, because unless it was a bad film which probably needs a remake if it was something that everyone liked it's like why do you i mean even if you do a good job well you're not making this i can understand thing. a retelling from a different point of view but a direct remake normally does not end well. Especially if they're just going shot for shot, which some have done where you, no. Oh yeah, no. No. But so it, we I think we should get back to the actual anime. Yeah, you know, I well, I do I you know, I do want to yeah. ask <laughs> Uh, one quick question. This is this isn't it profound, sucked. although it I have sucked. I have a feeling that it is going to be profound. So here we go. Um, in Uh-oh. the event that this kind of cybernetic technology came out, where you could just upload mm. your brain in, and whether or not you became a ghost who could connect to the internet or not is another matter. But if you could replace all or most of you with cybernetic parts, would you do it? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Because that kind of tech is feasible. It is coming down the pipe quite quickly right now. Yeah. I would say if it had to do with, like, limbs, like, if I could have, like, the ability to put something in my arm uh, to make typing easier, kind of like in Ghost in the Shell, like he has like the the like extendo fingers that are really cool. Like if I could put something like that on me, like yeah, sure, like that. But if it had anything to do with like my internal organs, I don't think I would see. I, I think I would be a I lot. I kind of want to lean that way, except I can't. 
Because there's also the thing of artificial hearts. We already have heart transplants. We have liver transplants. It's not yeah. your liver you're taking. It's someone else's. I mean, they're doing research and growing basically your own liver. But until that, what if uh, my liver is failing? Well, guess what? I can just get a robotic liver that isn't going to, my body won't reject in the same way. I, it's go- and you won't I, have to take immunity Well, blockers. you still will because it's probably going to be metal. But there's, there's different issues with that. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you won't have to work, like take suppressors to the point. Conceivably, you wouldn't have to take suppressors to the point where the first couple months after the implant, you're stuck well, at home. I, I'm not a medical expert, so I don't know how much suppressors or what kind of medical. Need, but my point would still stands that. I, I, I want to lean towards what you said, Rock, and go, oh, yeah, limbs and, like, external attachments. Yeah, okay, sure. But I'm like, we already basically do some of that already and transplant body parts internally. So I don't yeah. see the total issue, and I wouldn't be opposed to upgrades in some ways. I mean, hey, if I can run longer and, you know, work lo- and lift more and do more, and why wouldn't I want that? Uh, yeah, exactly. We already have bone implants and parts that we're sticking in. This is just an upgraded version of that. And I do think as long as the essence that makes a human is still there, and that... that that is a whole rabbit hole that would probably take us three hours of, to figure out what makes humans a human. But as long as that is still intact, I don't see much problem with upgrades. I mean, in a way. I, I, I think to upgrade for no purpose might be a problem. Just because you want a metal arm because, hey, that's going mean, to look cool. Uh, do you need it? No? Okay, don't get it. But, hey, my liver's failing. Okay, replace it. That type of deal. This is going to come up, actually. We're going to see this in our next show that we watch. There's a char- I won't say the name of the show yet, but there is a character in there that essentially took his brain out of his body. He was old. He was elder. And he put it inside a cyborg, a cybernetic unit. Zordon? And- yeah, Zordon. <laughs> and so, Zordon? Um, you know, he never blinks. He looks weird. And uh, I guess if I were in his position where I were like 92 and everything's breaking down, but my mind were still sharp as a tack, I would think, you know what? I mean, go ahead. Because what? My body's going to die soon. I can't sit here and go, oh, I'm getting rid of my humanity. My humanity's going to die soon. I mean, what my, if the, if my humanity? What makes me human encompass, encompassed is in a physical body that's about to kick the can. Then, what difference does it make? You're going to lose it either way at that point. Um, I think I'd be more comfortable with it then, or if I were terminal or something like that, because then you're like, well, I mean, you can't say you're replacing anything that's going to die. It, like you said, Thomas, I'm not cutting off my perfectly functioning hand just because I'd like to type faster. Um, well, it, I, I don't want to 
see, I, I'm, I'm hesitant also to go that far, because I think, in a way, I wouldn't be opposed to, well, if your job is typing, why not get an upgrade to that? If your job is a soldier, why not get body, you know, implanted body armor, you know, bigger muscles, so, I'm like, there's got, I think, to a degree, upgrades should be okay, like, minor, minor ones. I, I think the major internal organs should be the, and major, you know, just chop the head, brain out and put it in a body type thing, it's like, whoa, but. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's a, there's little bits that you can do, like, to upgrade yourself, but I, I kind of see where you're coming from, Thomas, just like, that's my hand, I was born with it. <laughs> uh, so, so, kind of separating from it for silly reasons, I can understand. Also, oh, yeah. cost-wise, oh, yeah. that would probably be that, super that reminds me of that movie Repo, where, you know, Jude too. Law is, um... Oh, uh, yeah. man that takes oh, out yeah. organs because you can't pay for them anymore. Well, uh, this is the interesting thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> Cybernetics and upgrades would also be cost prohibitive. I mean, it's not exactly cheap. I don't think at any point in the near future it would be cheap to make these things. So, yeah, you super rich would probably get them, but then unless you actually need to have a purpose for them, you really wouldn't be getting them then. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at um, um, everyone in this movie, it's high government officials, elite police officers, things like but that. There were also, that. But there, there, there yeah, would also, be a problem. There would be a problem. For, I mean, I don't even oh, think the I super mean, rich would want to do it too much of it because it does have its vulnerabilities. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's mentioned in the movie. We have to go through... Uh, yeah updates and automation and repairs and it's a lot of money. Also, you could get hacked. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which happens. Yes. Hack! We yes. see that Hacked. happen also. Shutdown.exe Click. <laughs> I mean... Shut down. Someone, <laughs> someone goes in on an old, like, Pentium like DOS that. computer. We can't go back because it's <laughs> DOS! <laughs> yeah, well, fun fact being that... I Windows runs on DOS, but never mind. Um, I'm just uh, saying, like, it's classic DOS. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, though. You you could hack into this stuff and shut it down, so I think there would be that limitation and that risk. I mean, yeah, even your frontline troops, you would want some of them to be augmented, but not all of them, because then your entire frontline could get shut down. No. Some of them, sure. Well, I mean, that... Sure. Look at the Air Force. That's why it's at, at the moment not looking into buying next generation air fighters because their view is let's make sure we have cybersecurity before we buy a new one. Also, it takes like eight years of development yeah. per jet, but yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, and someone's probably working, you know, Lockheed's probably doing that anyway, but in the meantime, it's let's put our ducks in a cybersecurity <laughs> basket. Yeah. Right now. And I think new missiles right now are the big focus anyway but whatever that's a that's a side path <laughs> that's a side path so no. so bottom line uh would we do it long answer yes with a maybe short answer no with a but 
And before we go on further ripping and picking this thing apart, <laughs> but and now a word from our sponsor. And we're back to rip and pick apart a shell. A scale. I like, I like that. that. A shell. We're we're ripping in and picking a shell. I would like to use. Don't Bradley pick at it, or it will shell. never. Don't pick at it, or it will never heal. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a malady to pick. So. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, I would I like, like to, to start us start off, off if we, if sure, I am able to. Uh, pick, pick number one, one. boobs. There's a lot <laughs> of them in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's it's not. Okay. On one hand, you want to say that's vulgar, but on the other hand, it's like, well, it's yeah, but not. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's like a skin tight suit. I remember the first time I ever like watched this. I think I was like fourteen or fifteen. Oh boy. And yeah, yeah, that, that's a great time to watch. Oh yeah, that, that's oh, a great time to watch. I was like, oh, there's this movie. It's called Ghost in the Shell. And I looked at the cover, and like the cover, like that you could see, it had like her butt on it. And I was like, oh. So I like started watching it, and like in the first scene, obviously it's that iconic, like she's like, she like drops her clothes and then jumps off this building, and like I'm thinking, man, this is awesome. And the other thought that ran through my head was, where's her nipples? That was yeah. the other thought that ran through my head. I was like, I guess that's another thought. You're like, uh, cool. You're like, uh, cool. There's something. Wait a minute. Something's not right. Serious about that Barbie doll look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean. That is the thing. It's skin tight suit. It's skin tight suit of. Not an act. It's like body it's a, shape of a human, body shape of a human, but it's definitely not because yeah, it's and missing I everything. I think what's really cool to kind of pull this into an actual kind of pick here, uh, or sorry, uh, yeah, an actual pick here. Um, it kind of shows like where Makoto is, kind of like, um, kind of where she is, like with her humanity and everything. Because like, like in, in a later, later scene, scene, you see, uh, uh, what's his what's name? name? Uh, Bateau? Uh, Bateau? Is that his, is that his name? name? Yeah. Bateau? Yeah, yeah Bateau, 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 like, puts his coat, coat over her. her. So, so, like, you can, you can see, see, like, he oh, yeah, seems yeah. a bit more human because he's concerned about that stuff, while Makoto's just like, what? I don't understand why you're doing this. But then, at the same time, he doesn't cover the puppet master because that was an android that never had a program put into it, so he still sees it as that. Exactly. Which I think is really cool. Well, it well it kind of touches well it kind of touches upon the big thing of this entire series, which was what is humanity? Yeah, sure. And touches quite a bit on humanity because I mean this is like well is this person human or aren't they? I mean this is a brain in a shell. Are they human? Are they not human? Are they not? Okay, so that they're human, but they're mostly not. What did they lose some of their humanity? Or? A whole bunch of questions yeah, it's brought up, and a I, whole bunch of questions brought up, and I, I do like that. It I do like that it brings them up. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's like, like, 
I think that this is just like what like when I think of like old school original anime movies, the two movies that usually come up are this and Akita. And we last year, yeah, we Akita, yeah, heard my thoughts on Akita, which I'm not too fond of. So usually this one ranks higher on my list. So like exploring science fiction in a universe like this it's probably going to end up being what is humanity and and how do we differentiate between human and and not and we see a lot of that with like like chat gpt nowadays like chat gpt has big discussion there yeah it's apparently chat gpt has started lying apparently it's like so we're getting steps closer to actual cyborgs gentlemen you all know what that means androids and y'all know what that means? 2D women are one step closer to happening, gents. 2D women are one step closer. Waifus, let's go. I'm going to move on from that one. I'm going to move on to my pick before this gets too awkward. I would say I'm going to put two together here. One is the very iconic soundtrack. Even if you don't like it, the moment you hear it, you're thinking, well, I'm watching Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. And I don't think they used that for the 2017 one. And it's like, yeah, well, uh," or if they did it, they had to because it's, it's like the Star Wars theme. When you hear it, you know, Ghost in the Shell. Good job. Good job, conductor. Yeah. Uh, It it gives off both both parts parts equally like like futuristic and creepy creepy too, which I thought was cool. It's it's just just a perfect mix. mix. Exactly. Next. Yeah, it's almost unworldly at times too. Uh, And next would be the very, the setting itself. Um, They take the time to show these scenes of just a a boat traveling through like, like a tram style boat that has to have wires traveling through the streets. And for a moment you think, what's the point of that? Is that filler? Well, no, not really because it's establishing the setting, which is setting is often a character, mm-hmm. but also it doesn't take too long. It's not like, you know, St- Scott, when he reviewed, um, uh, the motion picture, Star Trek, the motion picture, there's like an overly long view of the enterprise that is Gene Roddenberry's, you know, view to his ego. Or if you watch the <laughs> Snyder cut of the of Justice League, there's just these long, boring, slow-mo shots that make you think, is there a reason for this? And there isn't. Whereas this tells you, this is more establishing, this is the world that they live in. So... And they do a really great job depicting the setting. And just the fluid animation. I mean, the way the the guns shoot, the sound effects, the way they jump around, the way they move, the way the splashes are. You, It feels like actual water, or it feels, but it sounds like it and looks like it. Um, yes, I know it's, it's animation, but... Gosh, if you were to like, if you had a filter that could turn things into animation from real life, this is it. Yeah. yeah. And, and what makes it even more amazing, amazing is, like, like I, said I said earlier, earlier 99%, 99% of this movie was hand drawn. And that's incredible. That's a testament to the people who did this. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I'm always going to say, I realize that AIs can do some very nice things. I'm never going to, never going to deny that. But, 
um, whether it's chat GBT or whatever, an AI can only stand on the shoulders of human giants that came before them. And well, well they, they, I'm just uh, thinking of, there's a scene in the movie Amadeus, and I don't know if it's historically accurate, but it's irrelevant for this argument. There's a scene where this woman is just yelling at Mozart, and she's just wailing at him and raging at him, and, and she's squealing as she's doing it, and then he suddenly looks at her with this moment of inspiration, and now that famous um, soprano solo in The Magic Flute immediately plays, and you could see that's how a lot of these things happen. I mean, just take ZTF. Ruck said Zodiac Task Force while I was mopping a floor, and I suddenly thought, 80s show. And then I just pitched it to him, and he pitched something back. And then Shane pitched something, and then I pitched it back. And the three of us just started this kind of cycle of building and building and building and building and building until we had a plot. Yeah. From all these just disparate, just little benign comments. You can't do that with a program. Well, well, not yet. Not, not originality. Yet. No, you could well, you could have it well, cobble together well, things. Yes. Well, again, well, I say not yet. Again, I say not yet because the AIs that we the are now AIs that we are now developing are no longer the old-fashioned AI. old right. AIs. The old-fashioned AIs, old AIs were very simple. The old-fashioned AIs were very simple. You just gave it a point, get to this find point, the find the fastest way, you go backwards, you do something wrong, we'll give you negative points, you go forwards, we'll give you positive points. Um, um, but, but that was about it. That was about it. Figure it out. And you just went, figure it out. We now have... We now have... Neuro networks. Which still have, use your goal. But it is allowing it, it, is to, allowing it to develop kind of its own process. kind of thought process. Now, now it can get stuck in something, it can get or, stuck in something or it can path. go down some wrong paths. But it does but develop it does something, develop because, something it's because it's similar. doing something similar. Not exactly. Not exactly. Don't, jump don't, don't jump on me yet. Similar. It similar. will go down something. It will go down and something. Basically get and basically get yeah, replies. That, wasn't good. that, yeah, that wasn't good. That okay, was good. Okay, let's try okay, this. Okay, was that good or bad? What about this? Good or bad? Oh, what if we combine those two? It will do some of that. It will do now, some of that. It can learn, but it now, cannot again. innovate. At least not without someone else's input. Well, it does innovate. Well, it in a way. does innovate in a way. In a way. In a way. Because if you give it parameters, you say, here's your playground. You can do whatever you, you want, can do whatever you want in this playground to do what you want. And you give it controls. And you give it you controls. Will it will do stuff that stuff humans won't think of, humans won't won't think of or do. won't program it to and do. And it will find that's the best for it. In that case, then, I'm going to quote Jeff Goldblum here from Jurassic Park. It stood on the shoulders of giants and instead of asking instead of we did it because we could when we should have been asking should we well this again well, I told this, you not to jump again on i told you not to jump on me because i was going to get to this that's why i'm saying yes we aren't there yet but i don't know if it's, it's going, going to stay that way it's going to stay that way and this is why there's and this is why there's currently an open letter basically out there to say let's hold up on ai research because this research is growing exponentially quickly we can imagine 
And yes. And yes. At this point in at time. At this point in time. We don't know. We don't know of any AI that can create on its own. Create on its what own. To what we would consider creation. Now, but the problem being, but the problem being probably we probably there's something out that we don't know about, and also uh, how much longer, uh, how much longer does until something does come out that resembles it to such a degree that we might have to question where's the line. Where's the well, line? Like, like from this, the puppet master, he was developed as a program that would just sift through information, but by doing so, created his own consciousness quite by accident. Which goes to another rip or pick for this thing. It's prophetic. Because <laughs> that's basically, unless I'm missing my your point, Thomas, it sounds like that's what would happen. In a degree, yes. In a degree, yes. Uh, again, we've seen again we've seen stuff similar to that in a way. Um, the input the input that it receives, that it receives changes, and it depends on where it goes from there. Um, um, the past ones. The past ones. As some very as famous, some examples, very famous are, examples are that you put a chatbot out, chat out to the internet and it becomes terrible within a week, within a week. Sometimes, within hours, sometimes days, within hours or days because, well, the internet well, just likes to destroy stuff that they can because <laughs> you gave it the option yeah. to. Hey, hey, I mean, let's be honest, the, the internet's the same place that decided Bodie McBoatface should be a boat so, name. Yeah. So, internet has its bad sides, its funny sides, its good sides, where, oh, someone did something bad, and suddenly, within hours, they're found, because the internet decided to do something, oh, the internet decides to hack something, because it's good to hack it, in certain cases, something. So, if you expose, if you expose some, of these more some of these more advanced, advanced AIs, that are, AIs that are coming out, and as they continue to advance, get even, crazier, get even crazier and crazier, and then, and crazier, and then if they get any chance to access the, internet, access the internet, oh boy, oh boy, I I don't I I don't have a faith in where it would go faith in where it would go because anywhere. it could yeah, go anywhere. There's so many, and it's feeding off. You're going to people yeah it's going to be exposed it's going to be exposed to both the good the bad the just weird and it could go anywhere and develop so much so so collected creativity of humanity god help us yeah the hive mind that is twitter yeah yeah it wouldn't again it would be built by humans even if a program programs another program it's still originally programmed by humans so it's still has human input has human input it still has that but it's still at this point at this point we are getting close we are getting close to a point where i think as the advancements as the advancements continue that line is that line is going to be very blurry yeah and this movie's prophetic in that way, so picky. Yeah. yeah. Next pick. Is this like, an, like open an open floor, floor or, or is this It's a... an open floor. It's always, whenever we do right, cool. picks, it's always um, an open floor. Small little details. This movie does them extremely well. The one that immediately comes to mind is at the end of the like intro um, garbage truck scene where they're chasing this guy and Makoto fights him on the water. If you notice, you can see Makoto's shadow in the water. And little details like that, man, is what makes this movie so freaking great. Um, Devil's in the details. It really is. And, and 
there are a whole bunch of other things that that could be said for the rest of this podcast but i'm gonna pick that one because that's when i was like oh wow and even like i could take that entire like garbage truck scene and just have that as a pick because that scene is just absolutely fantastic the, the running, running around, around, the gunshots, gunshots uh, the, the in fight where Makoto, Makoto is invisible, invisible, but the guy, guy isn't, and he's trying to like figure out where she is, is and he, he kind of knows, knows around where she is, but, but she's, she's just like evading him ever so slightly. slightly. She, she breaks, breaks his wrist, wrist takes oh, and the way down. you see his wrists twist and everything, yes. you're like, ouch! Yes, it is so good. It is, it is everything that I wanted Ghost, Ghost in the Shell to be. Is is, is, is you, you could, could sum, sum it up just in that, that intro, uh, garbage, garbage truck scene. scene. Like, like if they, they ever adapted, adapted a full on like, like five season, season anime, anime based on it, I want, I want that garbage scene as like one of the like first first episodes. Yeah, just like episode two. If they could do that like ten more times, make it a season. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Any Very other good. picks? Um, um, I'm going to, I'm going to pick, do a pick that you guys might not, have, you guys might not have picked up on. Guns are pretty Guns good. Are pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Actually, I did. I was just holding off in case one of you guys said it. Um, um they spit they brass out. Spit brass they, out. they do things that a lot of time you don't see in a lot of animes. Yeah. Yeah. They have the idea of trajectory. They have idea of a bullet having mass. You see a bullet do massive amounts of damage and shred things. I think I saw a part where they mentioned the barrel warping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that. Your rounds are warping the barrel too fast. Yeah. Yeah. And again, things like that, you rarely, rarely see most of that. Oh, Definitely not all of it in many animes. It's like, oh no. You fire too many you rounds. Fire too many yeah. rounds. yeah. Uh, uh, I go to the... I go to the depending on which barrel, depending you, on have, which barrel you have, depends, on how, fast depends you on how fast you can shoot. Well, and, and, that, how, accurate and how accurate and your accuracy can drop off as your barrel heats up and things like that. Which most of the time you don't even get the idea about. Again, just the brass coming out or bullets having mass and actually basically tumbling through an object and shredding it, you really don't see. I mean, the one guy, he shot something from a revolver and then he couldn't do it anymore. And they're like, yeah, that's why we told you not to use that revolver. Yeah. 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 But again, but again, I like the, the guns and the gun portrayal of portrayal guns. Of guns. How about yeah, that? that was that was it was, was extremely well done. Any other picks before we jump into rips? Um, I think the voice acting was extremely well done. Ah, that's the boy, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I think the cast was extremely well put together. Um, and, um, and I, I think, think that, that each of the characters, characters if, you if you took them, them out, I don't, I don't like, if you, you change the voice actor, actor I, don't I don't think it's, it's the same film. film. I don't think it's as, is that, that it's as good. Because yeah. the no. voice actors really did pull, like, 90% of this. And the other, or you know, I'll go a little bit less. I'll say it's like a 60-40 split between... The voice, the voice actors, actors and the, and the amazing, amazing visuals that this anime, anime portrays. So, so voice, voice acting, acting is definitely, definitely a pick, a pick for, me. for me. 
Okay. I totally get that. I totally get that, and I would totally agree. Extremely good voice Extremely good voice asking, very good music, very good good sound design, too. too. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean... I mean... Splashing splashing of the water at just the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, when she's, like, walking walking up behind the guy, guy, and you, like, like, hear her her walking up, and he, like, shoots the water and everything. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, they took a lot, they took a of, time, lot of time and a lot of work, to, lot of work to get detail right. right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mark, Mark, do you, do have, you any have any other uh, picks? No, no, that was it. I'm ready to go to rips because this will be <laughs> easy for me. Uh, you, have uh, you have rips. That's why it's easy. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> um, um. I don't really have, have a lot of rips. rips. I, I think the only rip I would have is like I'm upset that it was so short. Like, like as, as a, movie. a movie, I'm okay with that. That doesn't bug me as much. It's, it's a, a good, good rip, rip when you, you want, want more, more I, guess. I guess. Okay. Well, they yeah. do have more installments, but yeah, I get your point there. Yeah, they have they a good. Have, they have yeah. a Ghost in the Shell too, too, don't they? They, uh, they do. Innocence, right? Yeah. Innocence. Yep. Yeah. There's, I think there's three or four parts. Is that? I have to look. I know there's, I know there's a, two, second part. a second part for sure. <laughs> I think there was, I think there was more. But, but yeah, it, yeah it, it's, a good, it's a good... It's a good classic. It's a good classic. Now, I, now I, I guess if I, I, guess if I want to rip, find a rip, other than it, other than it being too short, too short it, would be it would be that... that there's a... There's a... Weird... weird how do I, how do I best put away put Japanization of this? Okay. And I think I I don't I, think I it's a problem with it. But but it, it's, it, it's again the again the difference, difference between, between Western culture, Western culture and, Japanese and Japanese culture. Some of this stuff, some of this stuff I'm sure I'm was supposed, supposed, to, supposed to mean something and probably does in Japanese, in Japanese culture. But to but Americans, to Americans it's, it's eh. I mean I mean. You have the, you have geishas. the geishas. We talked about. We it, talked you know. about. You know. That's, yeah, that's, that's culturally too. right. But right, but culturally, culturally that's, that's important, to, important them. to them. Sure. But, yeah, but I think but, everybody knows about that. That that kind of he, cultural he, notion has well, spread far well, and wide. We know. About we know about geishas, geishas but we don't but understand, we don't understand all, the all the meanings of geishas. Yeah. And it's like, and oh, that's a geisha. I recognize it's a geisha. I don't recognize everything that in a Japanese culture and a Japanese connotation that goes with it. It would be very simple in a way like Coke. Coca-Cola. You know? That to America means something very different than it would to other places. Probably. I mean, you can I go, mean, you oh, there's a Coca-Cola over there. <laughs> you got a good you chunk of the world will know it as Coca-Cola and be like, yeah, that's that's an American thing. thing. Well, we well, probably, we've put a lot more with it and we have a huge history with that, just that drink. So much so that there's a lot of connotation and a lot of things that are tied to that that other cultures do not have. And I think that's somewhat going to be the same way. We have some stuff that... Or right. they have so, we, so we exactly so we see a bunch of stuff in here, and we don't get the hundred. We get maybe eighty, ninety percent of it. But there's some but there's stuff there that we don't get all of it. Mm. 
but know, again, but I again, I don't think that's the, that's fault, the fault of this. Of this, because well, well it's a foreign thing. Foreign thing. You, you can't, can't make it. Make it. You know, kind of hard to get hundred percent though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems we're low on the rips, which is good because uh, I think it's about time to rate this thing. How many? Um, how many ghosts do you give it? Ooh. Ghosts or ghosts in the shell? shell? Whichever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll I'll start start us off today today, uh, as as per being the guest. Um, This This movie, movie, I think, think is done done extremely extremely well. well. And when When you think think of classic anime, I think Ghost in the Shell. There are very few anime that I think of when I think classic. And probably in that top five would be Ghost in the Shell. Um, from, from the, the music, music to the voice, voice acting, acting to the spectacular, spectacular visuals and animation style, uh, I'm going to have to give this movie a 10 out of 10. 10, 10 ghosts out of 10 ghosts. ghosts. All right. 10, 10 ghosts, ghosts out of 10, 10 shells. shells. There, there we go. go. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's great. How many ghosts yeah. out of how yeah. many shells? Thomas. Okay. Okay. Um, um, it's a great, it's a great, an- classic, classic anime. anime. As we went through, through, great soundtrack, great great visuals, great detail. I'm not upset ever watching this. And I can watch this multiple times. That's something that's, at least for me, is pretty rare and impressive. Most of the time, I watch something once and I'm done. Um, sometimes I watch it second time or something for reviewing it like on the show or when someone else watches it. But I normally do not go out of my way to watch something a second, third, fourth time. This I have no problem watching multiple times. And that, for me, bumps it up even more. So I would also... I think I have to give it a 10. Okay. Ten, ten ghosts out of ten shells also. Okay. Um, today, I guess I'll be the contrary, sort of. Only slightly. Uh, 9.75. Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> only for one part, because as we were talking, I thought of a rip, but it's such a tiny, tiny, tiny rip. Um, the explanations of humanity just get a little bit wordy. And I... It, it's a little verbose, and I don't necessarily like that too much mm. but because they get to their point it negates that from going into a full rip so but it knocks it down to a 9.75 otherwise everything you guys said spot on the, the, and sickies again this is opinion but i think the general consensus here is if you haven't seen this watch it before yeah, you why even, you should watch, watch Ghost, Ghost in the Shell. Exactly. <laughs> and speaking of why you should, uh, Ruck has his wonderful show, Why You Should, and interestingly enough, um, he's going to be doing a Why You Should episode with Thomas pretty soon. In fact, you should be looking out for that sometime, what, this week? Um, it's it's going to be, be the, the next, next episode, episode coming, coming out, out. yes. Yeah. Okay, and they're going to be reviewing, am I allowed to tell them? Uh, uh, yes, yes, it's, it's on, on the Discord. Discord. We're reviewing Gate. Gate, yes. What Without happens gate. when you drop a modern military into a medieval fantasy setting? Exactly. So, uh, yeah. We're going to be reviewing that. And plus, you could look at all the other stuff. It was why you should. Uh, there is, I, I'm, you should listen to it. 
But there yes. is one reason you shouldn't. And Why here is it is this. Spoilers. If you're like me and you haven't caught up, <laughs> if you haven't caught up on My Hero Academia season three, that's why I haven't listened to it because spoilers. I'm okay, so that's like a two-hour-long episode, episode too. too. Yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, so you're telling me that you should right now in this next coming week watch the entire anime series The Gate before we re- you listen to our review. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it depends. It's uh, for me. It would be. It depends if it's an anime. If The Gate, I don't know if I'll ever watch it. So that's why I would listen. My hero, though, is one of my favorite animes. So I'm, I don't want to be spoiled on that one. That's why. If it's yeah. one that I don't plan on watching, or I might maybe in the future, I'll do it. I'll listen to why an episode. Like Naruto. I'm not a huge Naruto fan, so I didn't mind anything being spoiled. Uh, but my hero, uh, that's no. I don't. So that's your, again, a personal. That's a personal take. It's not an example of why you shouldn't listen. It's why you should hold off. Yeah. Why, why you should, should wait, wait a month, month to listen to an episode. Yeah. If you're going <laughs> to listen to an episode of why you should for something you haven't watched yet and you don't like spoilers, hold off and then come back. Or if you want to mess around, you can always message Ruck and say, hey, is there a part of the episode that is not spoilers? but explains why I should watch it. Maybe you're on the fence. And you can, mm. of course, contact him on our Discord page where you can see all the other cool stuff coming out for Raving Lunatic Media, including ZTF episodes. We're going to be back on track with some special goodies next month, plus another episodes coming after that. As we wind down the first season, I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, that two is years so later, later, right? <laughs> Hey, you know what? Longevity is something by. that's not common for a lot of audio, audio dramas, so I feel exactly. accomplished. Um, I do, I do too. too. And just the other shows, we got another one coming up soon that I am particularly fascinated with. The author of that, the writer of that, is pumping these episodes out like I someone got a gun to his head. So You can, you can reveal it now, by the way. Oh, we're allowed to? Okay, it's called The Janitor. And let's put it this way. For my money, if you were a fan of those old EC comics with the Crypt Keeper or whatever, something like that, this will fit right in with what you enjoy. If you are a fan of urban legends, the creepier the better, this is definitely in your wheelhouse. Um, If you just like uh, hearing scary stories on audio before you go to bed because you like nightmares, this is definitely in your wheelhouse. I feel feel targeted targeted right right now. now. If you feel... <laughs> you I probably should rock. Uh, or if you just want to try something new. Like you think, I haven't heard a lot of horror or urban legend uh, material. Well, there you go. Try this one out. So that should be coming out... Ruck, you got an ETA on September-ish. 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 So keep your eye out for that. Also, if you've ever thought of trying out for voice work, you can check that stuff out on an auditions tab on Discord as well. Uh, you can also leave an, a, a comment about this episode today in Sci-Fi Malady or anything in our backlog on anything else on Rankling or Took Media at... www.boobiesskintightsuit.no no on uh, ravingluticmedia.com raving 
RavingLunaticMedia.com RavingLunaticMedia.com Rage Master What's left for them to do? Stay sick, sickies And watch out for Carol Baskins And Makoto, she's coming after you Raving lunatic. <laughs>